Greetings, this is Occult Reason, and I am your host, Zavala Rala Tots. In this episode, we're going to cover the concept of fluff. We're going to speak about the definition of fluff, how do you define fluff, and how fluff tends to pervade itself in any and all spiritual traditions. So, how do you define fluff? Fluff is when ancient philosophies and symbolism are often diluted into a more socially palatable form. And in doing so, reduces it into a ho more hollow representation of what it once was. You tend to see this in mo uh, largely in a lot of Eastern traditions, where they take something that's deep and meaningful and dilute it to the point to where it no longer means the same thing it used to. So you end up getting more of an image, something you can end up impressing your friends with, but doesn't really give you any sense of spiritual meaning. And this also occurs in the Western traditions, too, specifically with Hebrew traditions, to which we will also cover during the course of this episode. So, fluff tends to develop itself in all spiritual traditions, regardless of where a person stands in regards to social taboos and norms. So, you tend to see fluff amongst Satanists, Luciferians, as much as you tend to see it amongst people who are interested in Jewish mysticism, Thelema, Eastern mysticism, uh, Hinduism, things of these natures, um, you tend to see that in everywhere. So it's not just the single down to one or two places. And also, fluff itself tends to usually take one aesthetic element from the original tradition and exaggerates itself to the point of just pure absurdity. Or oftentimes it completely inverts the core concept. And you tend to see this a lot with uh, dark traditions where dark fluff, for example, you'll tend to see demons looked at in a positive, really friendly manner to which anybody who knows anything about demonology is not the case. It's more like, hey, look, they're friends. They're going to help us do stuff. And I'm just personally, I think I was like, wow, you... You neutered the whole concept of demons. You just completely neutered it. Way to go, buddy. Get a cookie. Um, so, that brings up an interesting point. What, what kinds of fluff are there? Well, there are usually two kinds of fluff. There's light fluff and dark fluff. Light fluff is usually more oriented towards what they call right-hand path traditions, where you tend to see uh, a more social standing with... Um, cultural norms and taboos being upheld, where you tend to have a lot of more holy imagery. And you usually see these traditions diluted into something that is more acceptable in the New Age paradigm. It, it, light fluff is common around neo-hippies. Usually none of them are understanding of the social context of the traditions they're interested in, specifically with a lot of Buddhism. They don't understand what the fuck any of it means. They don't read sutras. They put on the beads. They meditate every now and then. They might do some yoga if they're interested in Hinduism, but they never really read the Bhagavad Gita. They never really get into the actual nitty-grittiness of it. Instead, they'd rather read books from like Deepak Chopra and Mantak Chia and get their information that way. They don't want to read the actual core text. They just want to present themselves in, amongst their friends as someone who is worldly and understanding, to which they're about as deep as a two-inch pool. Um, but it's something that's both shared in Eastern and Western traditions. For example, you tend to see it when you have someone who's talking about Merkava uh, mysticism, 
and yet they weren't brought up in a Jewish environment. They're not rabbis. Generally speaking, they've never even been trained in any kind of Jewish mysticism at all. But yet they read some book about it somewhere about um, taking your light body or your rainbow body or something like that. And you can use the Merkava mysticism as a chariot to heaven or some shit like that. Generally, they have no idea what they're doing. They have no idea what they're, what it is that they're dealing with. And it overall just makes them look stupid and vapid. It's just, it, it's ridiculous to see it. But when you see it in public, you just, you just look at them and think, wow, buddy. You know, that crystal around your neck, just, just take it and shove it up your ass. Now then, there's also dark fluff. Dark fluff is a little bit more, um, interesting when it comes down, or when it comes down to actually, uh, examining it and observing it in the environment when you actually see it in real life you'll know where it is you'll know exactly what it is dark fluff is when you take more left-hand path oriented traditions such as satanism luciferianism things of that nature and they are diluted uh, they completely take all the ideas all the good stuff out of it and it's diluted into some edgy bullshit just some some real aggressive exaggeration of what it originally was supposed to do, and it was you know challenges you. I mean, left hand path traditions are supposed to challenge you to break away from any sort of real bondage and make you truly free as an individual, while at the same time making you come to terms with your uh, more darker aspects of your own self. And a lot of these traditions, a lot of this dark fluff, as they tend to say, doesn't do that. You'll see a lot of dark fluff that's common amongst, you know, the disaffected teens and the metal musicians. You know, some of those groups that are just like, throw up the devil horns, is like, hail Satan, and know nothing about it. Um, a lot of them, you know, they'll practice some of the same things that a lot of other Satanists do. Uh, you can never tell, really, if they are truly uh, serious about it. Or if it's just all for uh, pomp and circumstance, um, it, it's hard to tell. You really, you don't know, really know what it is exactly that they're doing unless you really talk to them. And generally, if they don't have a good idea as to what they're dealing with, they aren't going to. They're they're not going to be a good representative of the any sort of left hand path tradition. They're not going to represent Satanism well, or they're not going to represent Luciferianism well. And it, it's just, it looks bad on everybody. Um, at the ang the uh, typical archetype of the uh, angsty goth teen tends to come to mind in this kind of situation where you have someone who was brought up in a Catholic or, you know, Roman Catholic derivative church and is just pissed off at mom and daddy for uh, taking them there and he just wants to burn the place while he's listening to Burzum or some shit like that. Generally speaking, they, like I said, they'll practice a lot of the stuff, but they won't put any real context into it. Um, bloodletting, for example, is one thing that I tend to see a lot of, especially on uh, places like Facebook, where bloodletting itself is a practice that tends to be used in um, for spiritual purposes, of course. They tend to use it as a method of self-sacrifice because, you know, there's a lot of groups out there that tend to practice some level of sacrifice, and they'll say, look... You know, if you're really wanting to give a good sacrifice to something, you give of yourself and not of something else because it shows you're serious. It shows you mean business. 
And a lot of them see that perspective. Uh, that's why a lot of groups, except for one or two out there, tend not to practice animal sacrifice because they'd say, well, what's the point of that? So there is an, there is an essential purpose for bloodletting in some circumstances. But usually these kids, they don't, they don't know the context. They'd rather not do the context. They cut themselves for Satan and really have no fucking idea what they're dealing with. Um, so more or less, it's just like, it just looks like a bunch of emo kids cutting themselves while they cry. That, that's the kind of thing that comes to mind. It's just like, I've even personally have had people on Facebook. It's like, I've had one individual send me photos of himself bleeding out of his arm and shit because he's like, I'm cut myself for sake. And I'm thinking, yeah, you're cute. Um, and th these are the things that kind of occur. They, they have no idea what they're dealing with. And it's all for show. It all is for show. And I can blame a lot of people like King Diamond and Marilyn Manson for that fucking bullshit. Thank you, people. Thank you, pretty people. You you bunch of bastards. You produced idiots. Um, so the question is, how do you spot fluff? How do you find it in a group? How do you, If you're going out with a bunch of friends and you're going to some sort of occult gathering how do you know that you're in the right spot and it's not just a bunch of idiots that don't know what they're dealing with but actually have an idea of what they're doing well it's quite simple really people that often speak about mystical traditions and were never taught by said tradition in some form or fashion or never grew up in it probably don't know anything about it like for example when it comes to hinduism unless you were taught by a guru or someone who was taught by a guru, or was brought up in a Hindu family, you're probably not going to know much about it. And the person that is supposed to be the quote-unquote Hindu, if they've never read the Bhagavad Gita, or any of the Rig Vedas, or any of the Vedas in general, they're not going to know much about it. Um, there's some of their sources are going to be really bad. Uh, just those kind of people, you know, to just... You know, Fuck them all. Um, even in the case with, uh, like I said, with uh, Merkava mysticism, generally if they're not Jewish, they weren't raised by, they weren't uh, taught by rabbis or were taught in any form of uh, tradition or even in the case of being taught in a university on a scholastic level. Odds are they're not going to know much about it. You're not going to get a self-help book and read about how this crystal how this Merkava crystal is going to help you ascend to heaven. I got a good feeling they don't know dick about uh, mysticism. I mean, even in the case with the Kabbalah, they're probably not going to know much about it. Unless they've sat down and read uh, a, Sephor a set of Sephorim or even the Zohar or any of these critical textbooks that are part of um, the Kabbalah on a critical level. If they've never read any of these books and have read... The bullshit produced by other authors and never really dug into it. I got a good feeling they're probably not going to understand it that well. And another point to make is that these people, they have a sense of aesthetics that are highly exaggerated. Meaning, these kinds of people are going to take the looks, images, and appearance of these traditions. And they're going to take them and represent them in a highly exaggerated and flamboyant fashion and this is going to be the case even with you know like even in satanism it's extremely apparent 
where you'll see the kid with the with the fucking Burzum shirt and he's got the black and white makeup and everything. And you know, um, he, he's not. I can guarantee you, he that person's not going to be a good expert on how Satanism should be represented. Um, and these kinds of things will tend to occur. You'll a person who is starting out like this is honestly this how to spot fluff kind of thing is meant for beginners so just making a point right there um so all in all these things you might find these things in someone who actually is serious and that is true you might find someone who is actually serious in what they do and actually are knowledgeable and don't tend to represent these things well well that just might happen so how do you spot someone who really is fluffy? Even though that's a weird way to put it. Um, so, question is, how do you spot someone like that if these if they tend to be a little bit more flamboyant about it and are actually serious? Well, easy. Just if you don't know, you're not sure, ask someone more experienced. They'll tell you if they are part of that specific tradition. Like, for instance, you know, for someone who's dealing with Western mysticism, there are a lot of people out there that are extremely intelligent about this kind of stuff and have been practicing it for years and are extremely serious about it. If you ask them questions, they will give you an honest answer. Just like, hey, look, I'm starting out. I'm really new. I've been part of this group. I don't know what they're like. Um, can you tell me about them and see if I'm in the right direction? This is extremely important, especially when you find, uh, like in my own personal opinion, when I find someone who's starting out in the left-hand path and haven't really gotten a good bead for who is and who isn't uh, right for them and are just trying to feel the way through the dark, no pun intended. Um, one of the groups I tend to say that if you want to find a good textbook definition of dark fluff, Joys of Satan Ministries, stay the fuck away from them because they are a direct example of what you shouldn't do. And not only that, but the racist connotations they tend to uh, produce from their own material just tells me that they're in it for the show, they're in it for the money, and they have a complete sense of ignorance about what they're dealing with. Um, generally, the people that you'll see, is like I see a lot of people on YouTube who talk about Joys of Satan, like the best thing in the world. And I find it amusing when someone uh, shuts them up and like, shut the fuck up, you stupid Joser. I mean, these kinds of things tend to occur a lot. And just, it's best to avoid those kinds of people. It's good to avoid uh, the stereotypical Joser and any of the kind of groups that are derivative or much like them. Um, but the most important thing I can tell anybody to do is use common sense if they look fishy probably there's a good chance that they probably are and that's the best thing i can tell anybody really is just to use common sense take a good look at them and just think about what kind of thing they're representing regardless of what tradition they're supposed to be representing take a good look at them and think do they represent it well now then this is the end of the episode. Um, I'm your host, Sabala Ralatots. Have a good day.